Here we go. We are recording. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Black Fate. And they have a new album called Savior Machine, which was released on October 23rd via Rock Shots Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Gus. We're going to chat about a few tracks off of the album, which also come with, I believe, music videos and lyric videos. And we're going to be chatting about what the band has been up to this year, what they've got uh, coming up for, uh, well, at this point of recording, actually, um, we could say the rest of 2020, even early 2021. Um, So, Gus, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Great to have you on. Now, quite a few tracks to chat about off of this album, because I remember uh, when I was talking with you guys and, and talking with the label about which tracks to chat about, three tracks actually came up. Uh, okay. Maze, Nemesis, and Ithaca. Yeah. Were the three big tracks. Now, I guess my first question, Gus, is why these three tracks? Why are these three tracks the the focus of the album? Well, uh, well, first, first of all, uh, uh, these three are not the, the three singles of the album. Two of them are singles, but not all three of them. Uh, uh, Nemesis is a single. Uh, Savior Machine is another single, and Maze is the final one, which was also the the video that we that we did. Uh, but Ithaca is a very very important uh, song for the album since. Also, the album is called Ithaca, so uh, it's a very, very important uh, track. It has a lot of meanings for us, and it's also, uh, you know, it's not a concept album, but um, if I had to give one track that gives you the, the whole idea and the whole concept, let's say, of the album, it's this one. So that's that's why those three. Okay. Now, you bring up a really important point, because when I introduced the record, I called it Savior Machine, because the information I have says the album's called Savior Machine, Savior Machine, but then when I look at the artwork, it says Ithaca, so it's a good okay. thing that you, you mentioned yeah. that. And Savior Machine was uh, the single number one. Probably that's the, that's the case, so n- no worries. Okay, perfect. Now, you mentioned that Ithaca is the most important track. It, it describes the whole concept of the album. My next question then, Gus, is, well, what is the concept of the album? Great. Well, uh, I, I, I always like answering that, that question. Well, like I said, exactly a concept album. There are some, uh, let's say, um, lines and the whole meaning that we have throughout the songs. Now, um, of course, Ithaca is the, the place that Odysseus want, uh, is originally from. He wanted to return to Ithaca after the Trojan War. And uh, I don't know if you are familiar with um, uh, the Odyssey. Uh, you know, it's uh, a story about his uh, journey and adventures and all his obstacles and hard times to get back at home. Uh, now, uh, you can see our album Ithaca, uh, and especially the song Ithaca, if you want, like, quite literally, as, you know, okay, they're talking about, uh, you know, the Odyssey. But... To us, it's not exactly that. Like we we don't. It's not like a, such a straightforward thing. We go a little bit more. Uh, like we're using this story to say something a little like a little bit deeper, and uh, especially lyric wise, um, we want 
the listener to connect with the, the lyrics in his own way. Like if you can take the lyrics and, um, you know, translate them, let's say, into your own world and into your own life and uh, everyday life, this is, the, uh, this is a success for us. Like, because if you see um, Ithaca, is not exactly only a place for Odysseus. Of course, it's a place. He loves his, uh, he loves Ithaca and he wants to go there because he loves the place. But it's not only about the place. Uh, it's that he wants to find deeper things in there, like he, his love. Uh, you know, everything about his life is there. So that's why all the struggles, all those obstacles. Uh, and, uh, you know, for us, like in 2020, I think that this is something that, if you think about it, everyone has to, to carry his, um, his own torch, let's say. Everyone has his own difficulties in life. And, uh, you know, you go to work, for example, in the morning, you can't wait to get back at home, your own Ithaca, you know. Uh, so I think that with this, someone can translate it to, to his own um, way and connect well both with the lyrics and the music and the band, of course. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I mean, I'm listening to the track right now and it's, it's very heroic sounding. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys uh, write concepts like lyrical concepts for the record and then write music to those concepts or does it kind of like a happy accident of sort? No, uh, it's, uh, I guess, closer to, to the second. Uh, we always come up with the music first uh, and then uh, Vasilis, our singer, will sit down and work on his uh, uh, vocal melodies and uh, the lyrics and if there is a concept, uh, will come up from that. But again, it's not a con exactly a concept album. It's just that, you know, a few tracks have like a common meaning and uh, they are kind of connected. Also, Maze happens to be... Uh, one of them, Fortress of Solitude, you can see some connections between those. But uh, yeah, uh, definitely first, music first, and then lyrics and general concept, let's say. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm watching a music video for Maze, uh, which is an incredible music video that you guys have here. Take us through this, this, this track and why it got the music video, and then uh, what went into creating the music video. Mm -hmm. Well, um, when we first started, started discussing which songs are going to become the singles and um, also the video, it was like a long, long conversation between us because uh, we needed three tracks that are, of course, different to each other so that, uh, you know, the, the audience can have uh, as a, a, a good, let's say, as good as possible uh, listen of the uh, album's elements let's say so we can't we didn't want to have first of all three similar songs we, we wanted to have three completely different songs uh and now and after that about the video we uh started you know saying okay which of these songs is video material and maze was an option brought up by everyone in the band. We all love the song and we think that uh, it has all the elements uh, or pretty much all the elements of the, the band and the album in 2020. You know, it, it represents the band and the album Ithaca uh, 
great and for us is very very important important because uh, let's let's be straight and honest for the first impression that someone has for, for a band and uh, a new album is probably from the video that he will see like it's it, we live in uh, this era right now of image and everybody's on YouTube so you, you have to to give the right impression and give the right idea of the album and I think that uh, the media the video for maze and the song maze uh, succeed doing that. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And I mean, I'm watching the part right now where you got the guitar slung up and looks like you're about to shred balls. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, as uh, earlier in the uh, in the pre roll, we were chatting about you being a guitar teacher. I just wanted to to touch on that because obviously yeah. you know what you're doing. You guys um, have, have written this very cleverly. I'm curious, does being a guitar teacher help? Uh, in the writing process, or maybe do you know too much? Wow, that's a great question. Well, I never thought about it, but um, when it comes to writing music, I, I I guess you mean more about the theory side of things, right? Yeah, like do you end up getting into, a, oh man, I was just teaching uh, an A harmonic minor scale to one yeah. of my students. I should I should write an A harmonic minor scale in this song right now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it affects or influences me in um, uh, you know in a subconscious level, but generally I don't do that. No, I when I write music, it's a completely different uh, uh, procedure, and I just focus on that. And I don't even care about the theory side of things until it comes down to that. Like uh, I just will probably have an inspiration and a riff will might come up when I while I play and then when that happens um, it's like oh wow that's a, that's a good idea let's let's work on it so I will put a metronome so that I can have a certain speed that I'm playing that and usually one riff will bring the other and one section of the song will bring the other and so on so um, I try not to think too much about the theory side because I think that theory is great and I know my theory and I have, you know, um, studied everything very, very deeply. But I think that when you write music and you think too much about the theory, uh, there is a certain point that you can actually just do damage in your songs and in your songwriting rather than you know, helping them out and make them a little bit more interesting, maybe, you know, to just do something that it's, it's going to sound intelligent. So I'm very, very careful with that. Okay. Okay. Very, very cool. Now, something else I have across my desk here is that it is Black Fate's fifth studio album. However, unless I'm reading this incorrectly, it's the first album to be released through Rock Shots Records? Yes. yes okay. Why don't you take us through signing to Rock Shots Records? What happened there? Uh, can you repeat that, please? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Can you take us through what happened to to get signed by Rock Shots Records and release the record sure. through Rock Shots? Sure. Well, our uh, previous record was released by another uh, record label. Um, this record label, uh, well, it's all right to say it's uh, by Ulterium Records. Uh, they have to uh, uh, quit uh, doing new albums for some time for various reasons. They had to to stop releasing new records. So we were uh, having our album ready, which actually uh, is one more reason why it took a little bit longer to be to get released. 
so we started uh, searching for uh, labels that um, you know are releasing our um, kind of music, our style of music, and Rock Search is one of them. Uh, we are not a band that we are so interested about, you know, uh, signing to the biggest uh, label just to say that we are in this label. We care more about uh, the work that a label can do for the band and what it can do for the album and the band. Uh, and what we saw from um, uh, Rocksots, and uh, I actually feel great to, to say that after quite some time of seeing what they're doing for the album, I'm, I feel, and we all feel in the band very, very, uh, very, very well with them and what they're doing. They're really, really working great for the album. Okay. Very, very cool stuff. Now, I think the only other question I had was uh, the production on the album sounds incredible and um you know i'm digging the everybody's sound it there's so much going on uh in that mid-range your guitars the keyboards the vocals uh but yet everything sounds very clear um yeah. would you mind taking us through the production of the of the record sure sure well the uh, the production was made uh, by us by ourselves so we recorded everything uh and we just wanted to have the best uh, sounding results possible even before going to the mixing process. Uh, because uh, if you have great um, great results before you go to the mixing process, mixing is going to be easier and you're going to sound better on the long run. So we started by that, but we already knew who's going to mix the album, which is, who's Steve Lado, actually. He is... Uh, a Greek mixing and sound and mastering engineer. Uh, he's really, really great at what he does. And you can hear it also with uh, uh, the Blackfeet record and numerous other albums that he has done. Uh, so we talked with him. He said, you know what, guys, you, I would like to work with that. So many channels, please do it as close as possible to that. So we followed a little bit his... Uh, advice as well. Uh, drums were recorded, of course, separately. My guitars were recorded separately. Bass was recorded separately. Keyboards separately and vocals separately. Uh, and we sent all the recordings to Steve. He did his magic. And um, here we are. Here we are on the Rock Metal Podcast, baby. Yeah. <laughs> now... Uh, the album's release, uh, October 23rd, was that always the plan or has the way this year has gone with COVID, uh, changed some of quite literally black fates, uh, plans? Uh, yeah, actually you're correct on that. We, it was supposed to be released. Um, I think it was April or May, something like that. It was the first plan, but, uh, COVID just you know, changed everything, everything. And uh, keep in mind that Rock Soch is an Italian uh, label and Italy was striked hard in uh, during spring by COVID. So it makes sense that everything had to push a little bit back. But yeah, we are very, very happy that we are finally 
we, you know, the, the, the album is finally out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we've chatted about Maze, the music video. We chatted about Nemesis, uh, Ithaca as an album and as a track. Um, mm. How this year has gone for you guys. Um, traditionally, obviously, you'd be playing shows and whatnot, but um, what have you guys been doing, I guess, in lieu of uh, the traditional route to promote the record? Has there been live streams or uh, anything like that? Uh, n- not yet. We are thinking about it to do something, you know, uh, you know, a little bit special just to, uh, you know, to give something and to do something also, f- you know, for ourselves. Uh, it's, a, you know, it's such a, you know, uh, shame that you, we have a new album and we cannot do that much. Uh, like I was thinking the other day that um, usually we would have at least um, a release uh, party or something that might also could be a, a live show or something, but we don't have many options, but we want to do some things that are allowed to, to do right now. But no, nothing uh, to announce yet. Okay. Is there anything that you wanted to chat about that I did not bring up, Gus? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that uh, we have covered pretty much everything about the new album. Okay, fantastic. Well, Gus, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.